Hello and welcome to the show, Spamming Zero. I'm one of your hosts, James Gilbert. We're excited because this month's sponsor is brought to you by C-Experts. If you need help with your digital experiences, especially when it comes to the customer experience overall and the strategies there, reach out to cxperts.io. They're an incredible team and incredible people that work there. They believe in three pillars of customer experience, CX Insights, better understand how your users interact with your brand online, CX optimization, make improvements for your customers and your business goals, and then CX launch, empower your team to make CX a part of your toolkit for success. They are the experts when it comes to customer experience, and they would love to work with you. Again, cxperts.io. Hey to all of our listeners. Today's episode is extra special for us and i'm going to tell you why this episode is going to be hosted by jack lorenzen jack was an incredible human being somebody who would light up a room and unfortunately we we lost him on christmas eve of 2022 he was so excited about doing this podcast. So so excited, in fact, that we had plans for him to do his own, working with the guests that you're going to see him work with. He had recorded two episodes, this one that you're about to listen to, and another one that we're going to release in February. And we want to dedicate those episodes to him and dedicate one episode every month to him from here on out. Jack was a close friend. He was an amazing human being. And if you don't know enough about Jack, he was a customer experience advocate, helping people grow in their career. And just so amazing at what he did. This one's for you, Jack. What's up team? My name is Jack and it's time to get back to the customer. A podcast series sponsored by Flip and Spamming Zero, dedicated to real conversations from those doing the work. What's up team? Welcome to the B2C podcast, otherwise known as Back to the Customer, hosted by me, Jack Lawrenson. I am a senior manager of CX at Brooklinen. Super, super hyped for episode two today. A little bit of background on the podcast as this is new for us and new for me. So I'm super excited to be here and to host this, but this podcast is where I'll get the absolute pleasure of chatting with other CX leaders in the space to hear their thoughts on common CX themes, issues, wins, losses, whatever it may be, so that we can collectively never lose sight of what the customer is looking for from our businesses. Um, so let's go back to the customer. Today, I have Kea, Kayla Castillo with me, uh, who's the director of CX at Jackson. And Kayla, before you jump in, uh, tell me, what's one good thing that's happened to you this week? Well, I'd say a really good thing that happened to me this week, I was able to take a little time on Monday afternoon and evening to go to Disneyland. Um, definitely wanted to have some extra holiday cheer and spirit. And uh, it was a really great day. And I felt like, you know, spending the day at work, you know, trying to handle all the holiday shopping uh, with our customers, but then going course. to Disneyland and just having that very you know, childlike experience where it's funny, there's so many adults who are just like, let's really enjoy this season. Um, so I'd say that's a really great thing that happened to me this week. I love that. Um, 
I actually, I did a little touristy thing uh, this week in New York City. I went with my fiance. We went up to the tree, kind of saw some lights. Yep. And we, we just have to do it once a year. So it felt good to do I it. I feel like, like when you're, yeah, when you're in New York, you have to see the tree. You know, I feel like the lights on Fifth Avenue are always really yes. fun. It's always good to see if they do something different there. And yes. I feel like even when you're in the like midst of all those crowds, it's still really nice. It's so fun. It's so fun. It's almost fun to be in the crowds. Like I was like, yeah, I hate moving around in the crowd because I'm like moving <laughs> slower. But then I'm like, you know what? This time of year, I can, I can get, I can get that. You know, sometimes you need to take things a little slower just sure. to remind you of how things are. And also, there's quite an energy there, you know, because it's the mix of mm -hmm. all the people who do live there and want to have that like experience, and then all the tourists who probably have never seen New York at Christmas in their life. And they're just so just jazzed to be there. Yeah, and that's a fun thing too. I love that. Kayla, you just said something super important, which was like taking a step back and slowing down mm -hmm. at this time of year, which pretty much seems impossible for, for CX leaders like ourselves. So do you, not to put you on the spot, but any, any words of advice or anything you've done as a CX leader this holiday season to take it slow? I mean, obviously going yeah. to Disneyland was, was a good thing. <laughs> was a good distraction, but anything else yeah. come to mind? I have to say, you know, preparing early has helped so much. And while sometimes it's crazy to think like, oh, I was already preparing in March, you know, in, in the summer for holiday, um, it does make a huge difference because you think through all the issues you might have and like over prepare. And I have to say over preparing really made things much easier this year. And, um, you know, meanwhile, I was on Slack half the time I was at Disneyland, you know, yeah, I'm mine and I'm, I'm on Slack <laughs> answering questions, but of still course. I felt like I had the time to leave the office and, and go have fun. And I think that's, that's, you know, what we need to do. I mean, you're not going to do well if you're just so stressed and exhausted it's gonna come off you know things are gonna slip through the cracks if you have to talk to a customer you know customers are gonna listen to that and they're gonna notice but I think if you really do prepare ahead of time and just kind of like okay here is you know best case you know probably what's gonna happen and then worst case scenario if you're ready for all those things that, then you're gonna have a little bit more time to yourself in the holidays sure sure um preparation is absolutely key Mm -hmm. um, it is the middle of December. It is just in our worlds. It's like, we've already done all the work, you know? So yeah. there, there are things that are going to go wrong, but doing that prep work and, you know, when people say it's black Friday, cyber Monday yeah. time, it's like, that started for us in May. Like that really yeah, was exactly. so long ago. <laughs> I love totally. It. Kayla, tell me a little bit about your background, Jackson, what got you to being the CX leader you are today? Yeah. So I, you know, I've worked for Jackson for, I'm almost at my two year anniversary now started off kind of, um, you know, our, our company's only, we've only been here since 2018 and we're still, you know, a smaller team um, really just kind of, we've grown so fast. So while two years ago at the beginning, I kind of came in doing a whole host of things for customer experience, you know, social media engagement, handling, you know, our review platform, answering calls, answering tickets, kind of doing everything, but then also working on, um, you know, different initiatives and things like that and changing our processes, moved my way into, you know, to management and then into the director position. And um, it, it's been such a journey because we've done so much in such a short amount of time. And, and previous to this, I'm actually have quite a <laughs> 
kind of eclectic background. I have a you know two master's degree in history and fashion history, so I did like being in. I like to be in the fashion space still. Congrats, that's awesome. Um, thank you. Um, but I've always worked in customer service. Like I've worked in you know the restaurant industry. I've worked in retail, and I've worked you know. I've had this experience where I connect really well with people. And so while I absolutely adore like the research and writing side of that's what I went to history for, um, it works really well in this position because I also do all of our copywriting for, oh, for nice. Jackson. So nice. I've got this great role where I know how to communicate with the customers. I know what they're asking for. And that really does help our marketing team as well, because I'm able to show them the side that they really, they might not see. I love it. Um, so, you know, being able to connect with the customers and having that ability to to really work well with people is what you need in customer experience, both for the customers, but for your team members who who are dealing with them. Absolutely. And it's a perfect segue because what we are going to talk about today is the importance of human interactions in CX. Mm -hmm. And we talked, I mean, we have so many of great nuggets of information that we can build on already five minutes in, which is a great <laughs> indicator of this chat today. Yes. So I'm so excited. Um, but, you know, we talked about prep work that goes into Black Friday, Cyber Monday, for example. Mm -hmm. And I know the, you know, we all work in a space right now where consumer behavior is changing and the way that our consumers that we rely on to keep our businesses running, the way their spending habits are changing. And mm -hmm in turn, our spending habits have to change as well. What I mean by that is really, how, how do we find the perfect balance between, you know, having and building a CX team that's very much built on human interactions, but mm -hmm. also never losing sight of the idea that we can save money, we can save time, we can save resources with AI solutions that are not human beings. So taking it slow, high level, like tell me about the importance of human interactions, human to human interactions at Jackson. Absolutely. Well, I think this is kind of a, a twofold thing because we, we have to consider both the human interaction of, of our, our team, you know, our actual agents. Um, we use both in-house and outsourced agents. Um, and then we have our customers who, and, and in the e-commerce space, we don't ever get to see our customers in real life. You know, the only way we can chat with them is you know live chat, email, social media, and the phone. If if you have a you know a, a phone service, sure. so um, you know AI is such a big thing for us, and you know we're in a world where everybody is literally just attached to their phone, or you know they're at work, they're on their laptop, they want stuff fast. Like that's what we expect. We expect that instant answer. And I think there is there's a total balance that we can have. And so I think that you know just starting off, you have to consider how can you you know get those those easy questions, get those answered fast with AI. That's yeah. really great. Like we yeah. use, you know, like a kind of a quick answer function on our live chat. It's, you know, like, where's my order? Um, how do I report an issue? And like, how can I cancel something? Easy. Most people can get what they want with those little quick answers, or even just like, what's your shipping policy? Sure, um, sure, sure. You have a promotion going on. But then there's a lot of times where that's not enough for a customer. They do want to speak to someone. And especially when they're really stressed out or if they are kind of on the fence about making that purchase, they want to hear who they're, you know, who's working for this company. And a lot of that is going to be based on trust as well. Because if you talk to someone and maybe they don't know about, you know, like your agent doesn't know about the product or something seems a little off, that customer might not want to buy from you. They might want to go somewhere else where they feel like they do have a connection. Absolutely. Um, especially in the world where, you know, we we always are thinking of like, do we shop with this brand or do we go to our local store? Do I just take it easy and go to a big box store, like a department store? You know, it, 
I feel like we're in a place where like you have money, you, you need to spend it wisely at this point. Who are you going to trust to give that money to? So I think that's where we need to think of like, we want to make it easy for our customers, but we also want to make sure that we're able to instill trust and create connections. That's awesome. I could not agree more. And so many, so many great pieces of information there that we could build on. But something that really sparked my interest when you were just speaking was the the idea of like an easier, straightforward interaction and how mm-hmm. we don't, I'm not going to lose sleep over automating easier mm-hmm. interactions. However, I want to be very specific about what we consider straightforward. I'm not going to use the word yeah. easy. I'm not going to use the word yeah. easy, but I'm going to say straightforward. <laughs> and I think this is a perfect time to talk about product questions because yeah. I, lo- I look at, I look at, um, inquiries from customers as pre-purchase and post-purchase, super high level. We can obviously really build on that and delve deeper, but pre-purchase questions are more fun, right? The customer hasn't purchased yet. They're really in their listening mode. They're really looking for that that information so we can instill trust, correct? Mm -hmm. So when it comes to product questions, um, what kind of communications do you expect from your team? Well, you know, and just thinking yeah. about thinking about Jackson's product as a whole, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Like we have a very um, big selection of, of, you know, products with different materials, different sizes for different occasions. And, uh, you know, number one is making sure our team knows everything possible about our products, um, as well as, you know, how to point the customer in the right direction. So I think being able to explain, you know, what those products are made out of, like, hey, you know, do you like a certain type of thing? Like, maybe this is not for you. Maybe you should choose something else. Or, um, you know, another thing is, I think, you know, when customers are asking products, like sometimes they want to see a review too. They don't want to just hear what we have to say. So, you know, we always point them in the direction of our our review platform so they Mm -hmm. can hear what customers are saying. Um, And then, you know, you have to kind of inform them about the return exchange policy, just so in case it doesn't work out, you know, they have other options, but like, we always want them to know, like, you can come back to us, we can assist you. Um, And then we have like a slew of, you know, educational things, like we have a blog. So, you know, here's how to clean your product. Here's how to store it. Um, Maybe if you're new to men's jewelry, you don't know how to wear it, but you want to like, here's how to style it. So, um, but I think also like all of our agents have different tastes as well. So maybe every single agent has a different favorite product. Um, and like I, when I talk to customers, I want to be like, well, I know this is our bestseller. I yes, love it, yes. but also this is my favorite for this reason. And like, I want customers to know that too, because it's, you know, maybe they're like, oh wait, like I really do like that too. And I'm glad you said that. Kind of more. And it's funny that you said bestsellers because when I, um, I'm going to mention this a lot throughout this series of podcasts, but I was definitely manning the phone. Like that was my mm-hmm. first channel that I really yeah. you know, felt comfortable on. I really liked connecting with customers and I really yeah. liked personal anecdotes and telling them. And I get super hot when I sleep at night. So I really like our classic sheets, which are more of a matte finish, crisp and cool. And then we have our luxe sheets that are are our bestseller. And I would tell a customer that. However, I need to tell them personally what I like. And I think that resonates. That resonates. It Um, does. So what kind of maybe like is, is the ability of our agents to tell personal stories? Is that something that we teach is that something that's part of the training process or is it something that maybe people get more comfortable doing as they spend more time as an agent on your team learning the product I think it's both you know when I um 
I used to always train. I started off on the phones as well. Um, and, you know, I would always, when we would do trainings, my focus is, is phone support because that's where, like, I feel like I can connect with customers. I'm very patient. So yes. I don't like lose my cool. I'm also one of those people who will get sucked in. If you're over emotional, I will absolutely just eat that up. So sure. I have to watch out at the holidays because last sure. holiday for uh -huh. sure, I had customers who, oh my God, total stories where I'm like, okay. We're at the point now where this call is 30 minutes. I got to go. But like, I do, you do you remember any of the stories that, or any, <laughs> you know, any... I 100% I had this customer who was buying something for her son. He like broke it the first week. He was like in college, like freshman. She was so upset. Didn't know what to do. I'm like, okay, like we're going to replace it for you. We're going to get this fixed. Um, and then she was talking about her kids in college and I have oh, yes. all brothers. So I'm of very course. Very, you know, like it's, it was all boys growing up, um, sure, sure. but like, she was the nicest person ever. And it was just such a nice connection. She was like, you know what? I'm going to tell all my friends to buy this for their son. I'm going to make sure my son tells all his friends to get this. And it was just such a nice thing. And she even messaged me like after the holidays to tell me how much her son loved his present. That's awesome. And so it wasn't just like, you know, yes, we bought this. We're done. We made that connection. She even made sure to email me again. So that's cool. You know, I think that it, it does, you know, it, it works and, and maybe not every single customer is having that kind of interaction, but I have to tell you, like, it, it's really nice and it does make this job so much better and more rewarding. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, smiling ear to ear, hearing stories like that. <laughs> and I mean, I, I have to say that I have a funny story and it's almost like a compilation of stories because I helped a customer out and um, I think I usually say with on the phone, the hard and fast rule is that customers are calling in that are more used to speaking on the phone. So they do skew mm -hmm. older, you know? Yes. And I started creating almost like a friendship with, yeah. <laughs> which is, it's like, it's pretty <laughs> hilarious to think about now, but this guy, I, I realized at a certain point that he was calling in so that he could tell me what types of movies and books he was interested in. At, oh that my week. gosh, that's great. And, and, and like, was it the best use of my time? Maybe after a certain point, there was diminishing returns there. However, yeah. however, the idea that I could be a friend to someone that needed one and and was yeah. looking and was looking for that when speaking to a customer experience team, I thought right. that was, I thought that was powerful. And I no, I, I think I think that's amazing. And I honestly, you should feel proud. I think Thank it's you. it's amazing to make those connections over someone you can't see, you've never met them. Um, but you know what, that, that comes back to you, you know what I mean? And whether that person never mentions Brooklyn and again, um, you can feel good knowing that, 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 you know, that's going to show to other customers as well. Absolutely. And I think that's where, you know, you asked, do you teach this to agents during yes. training or, or do they just learn it over time? I think there's both because when, when I did training, I would say, okay, like put yourself in their shoes, be really empathetic and be authentic, you know, be yourself. If you're a little bit more quiet, that's okay. If you're like me, where you want to chat and you want to be really bubbly with the customers, cool, that's fine. And, you know, make sure that you're, you're listening to all their questions. You're responding. I always like to, you know, if like, if, if someone says they're buying a gift, ask them who that gift is for. Absolutely. What Absolutely. is, what are, you know, if they're buying for someone else, like, Hey, is this for a birthday an anniversary? Like, are you going somewhere? Like ask about it. You know, are they, they need this for their vacation or are you going on vacation? You know, yeah. like, I think these things, people want to tell stuff to other people, you know what I mean? And um, it, it is good because, you know, they're probably going to have 
a better experience. And, Absolutely. you know, if, if something, if, if something goes wrong in the future, they're going to be like, Hey, I want to talk to Kayla. She helped me. And I'd really like to make sure we just take care of this. And that's sure. what we, we do do. Like we want to make sure our agents tell them your name. Um, if they leave a review, ask if they can give you a shout out. And then also it does show like, Hey, it's not just like agent one, two, three working here. We see all the names of all our people on our team. Um, because that's what we are. We're, we're a team of people. We're not just, you know, faceless, nameless people behind a, a computer or a phone, but absolutely, you know, like having those, those conversations are really important. And, you know, Hey, I think it's like, it, it's, it's all about just making that kind of connection because it, it will come back to you in really good ways. Loving what I'm hearing. Could not agree more. And you touched on something that I really want to build on, which is very important. And it is the idea that we can have two really great agents that, for example, that have, you know, awesome KPIs and engagement on the team, but they could talk to customers completely differently, right? Mm -hmm. uh, one of my top phone agents over the summer in Canada was a bubbly type of uh, energy. And I love that. Mm -hmm. I loved I loved QAing those phone calls. I was like, oh my God, these are these phone calls are awesome, like really engaging. Hey, I actually yeah. have to jump off the phone and go to a meeting. Oh, you know, good luck at your meeting. Let me know if I can yeah. help out with anything after your meeting, like really engaging with them on that level. And then in opposition, I have a colleague who is just as strong on the phone, but is a very soft tone and very not yeah. so bubbly. So, mm -hmm. I mean, I think it's important to realize that agents are human beings, just like us, just yeah. like any human being. And when we're speaking to customers, there's a lot of different ways to give them a great experience. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we, we have the same on our team where we have a lot of really soft-spoken agents and they do amazing jobs. Um, okay. And people will, they'll be like, you know what? She solved my problem. She stayed with me from start to finish and we took care of this. And so, yes, absolutely. Like every, every person on our team, they have different personalities. They come from different backgrounds, have different interests, but they all want to help the customer. And there's no one way to help a customer, whether it's on the phone or, or in live chat or email and, and all of them are important. And so I think it's all about, you know, yeah, I think it's just embracing the differences in, in our agents because every customer is going to be different too. So, Absolutely. and I think too, it's important to know that like, it's okay if that one agent can't solve the problem with that customer, especially on the phone. You know, if, if one agent's like, you know what, I don't think I'm going to make this customer happy. Let me get someone who will. And I think that's, that's when, you know, like when you can admit that you need some assistance and yes. someone else can jump in, that's where you're doing the right thing. Cause you that. know, you're, you're going to find the right person to take care of this. So a really hot topic that does feed into this, the importance of human interactions, of course, but mm -hmm. using your best judgment with a customer mm -hmm. and I'm, I've said this before and I'll, I'm passionate about saying this and I'll say it again you know, multiple times, but it's, it is hard to teach the idea of using your best judgment. Cause you just gave an example of a cause of an agent that's using their best judgment to understand, you know what? I think one of my teammates is going to be, you know, finish this up with you and yeah. give you the best experience. So how do you feel about teaching the idea of using your best judgment in CX? It's a tough thing to teach sometimes. Um, some people really get it and understand, and some it's a little bit more challenging for them. And I think, you know, what, what I always preach is everything is a teachable moment. So if it doesn't go well, we're going to learn from it. Um, awesome. We're probably going to talk about it a lot, but that's okay. We're, we're going to learn from it because I know there's been times where I'm like, wow, this is not going as planned. Exactly. And here as the director, like 
technically I should be able to handle anything, but, but that's not always the case. Cause like we said, we're humans, the, that's you know, so humans to air is to human. Um, and, and I think the thing is, you know, being able to say like, okay, we have kind of, we know what our processes are, especially when you're on the phone, here's kind of the chain of command. If you really can't handle this, maybe you go to this person. If you think like, okay, I'm going to send this straight to the top, do it. I think the best thing is to, to not get frustrated. Hey, if you need to take a little 10 second hold to, uh, you know, collect maybe yourself. collect your thoughts and also look at maybe like, okay, this is what we're dealing with. Can I handle this myself? And then also knowing that you're going to have situations where you can't help that customer. It's possible. There are times when there are customers who maybe they're not following the rules. Sure. Um, you know, that, that's, that happens, or maybe, um, you know, it's just something that's really challenging or they're, they're the kind of person who maybe they don't even know what they want from you and from your brand. And so um, there might be times where it doesn't, you can't complete, you know, what, what you're trying to do here. And that's okay too. So I think just being able to understand what steps you need to take and then asking for help when you need it. Um, but I think every moment is always teachable, that's so you know, important. Kayla, you got to remember that. And for everyone listening, like Kayla, I'm so excited to hear you say, even as a director of a team, like you're, you're having teachable moments all the time. Yeah. And that, and energy like that and knowledge like that feeds so perfectly into our agents. And I want my agents to be not afraid to make mistakes because oh, they're, yeah. they're hugely teachable moments, it's very teachable moments. I love that. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to use that. I love that. Yes. Oh, I'm glad. Totally use it. I think, I you know, it. one thing we, we lose sight of is that like nothing's beneath us. You know what I mean? Like I, I take that very, very personally where like, I don't think anything's beneath me. If I need to hop in on a live chat or a phone call, I'm going to do it. Um, is that the best use of my time to always be doing that? No, but like sometimes it's necessary. Absolutely. And, um, you know, I had like some free time the other night. I was just kind of like checking in on things before going to bed. Probably shouldn't have been working that of much, course, but you know, course. it's, it's the holidays. I got it's the holidays. We got to, we got to make sure things are going right. And, yeah. you know, I was just looking at the emails and was like, maybe I'll just answer a couple also kind of keeps me fresh to make sure I I know exactly what's going on. You know, I think that's important too, because there was one time where I was like, okay, well, let me figure this one out. Um, and, and that's okay. Like, that's what we're here to learn. And sometimes that's what gets me those like aha moments where the light bulb just turns on. And I'm like, you know what? We're going to start focusing on this. Let me talk to the team about this, see if they feel the same way. And I think that's also incredibly important. Like ask your team how they feel about stuff. You don't need to just create things and just be like, do them. I always ask the team, like, if we did this, would this help you or hurt you? Like, is this supportive at all? I, um, I, I love that you asked the question. It's like, I didn't already make that decision. I need to hear from you yeah. guys before I make a decision for the team. Yeah, you know? absolutely. Um, so such a great chat so far. I'm having fun. I hope you're having Me fun. Me too. I love this. This is great <laughs> to be able to talk about this. I love it. Okay. So shifting gears slightly. We're talking about the importance of human interactions and how that applies to our agents. But a big theme of, of what we've talked about today is really how us as CX leaders talk to our talk to our agents so that the agents are ready to talk to customers. So, yes. so what connections can you make in how you communicate and connect with your team and how these connections are similar or what you want to see from your agents when they speak to customers? Yes. 
I definitely think, you know, understanding that whatever level your customers are at and whether they're in-house agents or outsourced agents, they're all at the same, you know, level. They're all people. And sometimes there are some that are afraid when they're like, oh, it's, it's the boss or she's making these decisions, but I still want to get to know people. And of course, you know, when I wasn't the director, I maybe knew agents at a different level than the newest ones. And sure, so sure. I don't want them to feel either like, oh, you know, Kayla's pretty, it seems like she's pretty close to that person, but she doesn't really know me. And like, of course, you know, when we're all working, if, if we're all working remote, it is hard to connect on the same level that you maybe you're the person you're having lunch with. Absolutely. But, um, you know, we try to have catch up calls. We do like talk about other things. Like I have a dog. So I'm like, who else has a dog? If you don't yes. have a dog, you have a cat or yes. any other kind of pet. Um, you know, I, I want to know how that's going. Um, you know, we talk about the shows we watch and things exactly. like that. And exactly. also I'm just a very open person. Like I I'll joke with them. And like the other day, I think I, I didn't fully read someone's sentence and I was like, well, it's time I got to go get some coffee. Exactly. Like, excuse exactly. me guys, you know, like just, you know, just making sure they know that you're an approachable person, because I think, you know, my biggest, you know, like motto in life is, um, you know, you get much more when you're, when you're nice, um, you know, not to like, I'm like, what is the nice version of this phrase where you get uh, more with sugar than you do with, um, yeah. it? I'm like, I don't know what the nice sure, version of sure, that phrase is, to sure. be honest, so I'm not going to say that on this, sure, um, sure, sure. but I think you absolutely do get more with sugar. Like just be a nice approachable person. Obviously I have to make tough decisions all the time that are going to affect this team. You know, maybe we can't keep all our seasonal hires or, you know, maybe um, I'm going to have to make a, a tough decision that's going to be a little more challenging for them when they do their processes. But still, I want them to be able to come ask me questions and if they need something, you know, and uh, when our other managers aren't available and I am like, I'm here. Hi, guys. Like, I, I'm here to help you. So I think just being being real with people, you know, it, it seems like such an easy thing, but some people have a hard time doing that. And like, don't be afraid to look silly or dumb in front of your team. You know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> it's music to my ears. And I know that we lead in the same way in that respect. And that is mm -hmm. being real and by, and the byproduct of being real is people are not afraid to approach you. People are not afraid yeah. to joke around with you. They're not afraid to tell you what's going on in their personal lives if they feel comfortable doing so. Like, yeah, that's, that's what's so important to me as a leader. Mm -hmm. and, um, no, I, I absolutely love that. And um, yeah. so like how this is something that has come up more and more as, you know, we come into our leadership roles, we move on to other businesses someday, or we move into higher positions than we are right now. Of course, that's the goal. But how do we, how do you feel about communicating things that aren't so happy? You know, like, how do you yeah. feel like communicating when, how do you think your tone of voice changes? Let's say if you do have to give someone a performance check-in or right. if you do have to tell the team or like you just made a great example, if you do have to, you know, let some seasonal hires go, that would obviously be great to keep them on, but it's not the best decision for the business. Yeah. So what are you, what are your thoughts when it comes to communicating messages that aren't so happy? Yeah. And you know what? Sometimes I think maybe when I was younger, that was a little bit more challenging for me because I'm like, I, I tend to be a, a happier, more cheerful person. And it's sometimes those tough things, they can be a challenge. And over time you, you grow and you learn how to, how to do that better. And sometimes 
you may have to deal with someone where your tone's going to change a little bit. But Absolutely. I think when you're in those tough situations, kind of just explaining maybe where things went wrong. Um, you know, for example, if we do, we, we when we hire seasonal agents, we say, hey, we hope we can keep everybody on. But um, based on, you know, volume of sales and tickets, that could change. Um, your performance does play into this as well. And I always want to let people know, like, maybe Jackson wasn't the right fit for you now. Sure. It could be a fit for you later. Um, here's what you could work on. Um, I'm happy to answer your questions anytime. If, if you want to go over something that maybe you thought like, hey, was this the problem? I always want to let people know, like, here's my email. If you need a reference in the future, please reach out to me. Um, you know, I, I wish that, you know, you always wish you can keep all your agents on course, and you can have this course. huge team, but it, it's just not the case, you know? Mm -hmm. And so I think just being honest, you know, as honest as you can be, um, not, you know, not, you know, I mean, I, I was like, don't hurt their feelings. No, like you don't want to be intentionally, you know, hurtful to anybody. I think just maybe saying things in a way that's going to be productive. You don't want to say things that aren't going to make, you know, going to help the situation. Sure. Sure. So I think just being able to, to be honest, you know, be straight with them, offer support if you can. Yes. Um, and, and that's the same way too, you know, when issues arise, say like, like, you know, if say maybe a customer interaction didn't go well, Hey, like I said, all moments are teachable, but like, maybe you shouldn't have done this. Um, also I always give an ex like example, like this happened to me, like maybe here's a situation same, where this happened same. to me I do that and like, here's how I dealt with it, or here's how maybe it went wrong. And I learned from that. Um, just because like, I'm sure that we've, we've experienced something similar too. So, you know, being able to show that like, you're not this perfect, you know, person who does no wrong, like, no, things happen. I, I like, you know, showing some vulnerability as, yeah. as a leader so that yeah. we can instill that trust. Mm -hmm. And to add on to the point that we were just speaking on, though, I think something I've learned as I have been in performance-based conversations, they're always going to happen. There's always going to be agents that are performing at their at their best. And then they have a couple off weeks. Like we're human beings once again. Yeah. So it's all about how we communicate those messages yeah. intentionally offering support. But I also think for any CX leader uh, listening right now, I think it's very important to let the agent really talk to you as well. Yes. Keep that conversation Absolutely. as open as possible so that you don't feel like, you know, you just had a 20 minute check-in and you're the only one that spoke you know you need yeah, to hear from the agent. exact no 100 agree with you i feel like you know i always like to say like especially like like you said if there's like maybe they're having a few off weeks whatever say like is there anything you'd like to tell me that maybe is going on and yes. like i don't want to force people either you know especially if there's something personal they don't want to share i'm always said you know this is very discreet i'm not going to tell anybody else this is between us um Please tell me if, if there's anything going on. Like, I'm always, you know, I have, I, I'm, you know, someone to listen. I can listen to all your things. And I do that to other agents too. Even when things are going well, I'm like, slack me anytime. If you're exactly. like something, hey, maybe someone just wants to be like, this is going on in my life. Can you, can you give me some advice? I'm happy with that too. Um, you know, and so let them talk. Absolutely. Because they have things to say and maybe that'll make so much more sense to you if you're, you know, if, if they're saying, hey, I have to take care of my whole family. My kids have been sick nonstop. And like, you know what? This just happened. Well, yeah. I'd be like, you know what? I've been sick the whole month of November. Like for all, I, understand. I get it. Let's, what can we do to support you? And, and most of the time, that's what it is. Like as simple as like, what can I do to support you? 
and things will totally change. I love that. And I think being a leader and leading with empathy in the CX space is so important because I mean, for so many reasons, and that's obviously what we've talked about so much today, but it's also what we need to be this because Mm -hmm. this job is not easy. And when customers are getting upset around the holidays and they're speaking to you, like, you know, in, in not the best fashion. And I understand where customers are coming from. I understand this time of year and I understand where the market is, consumer behavior, all the things we talked about today, but that's why being a CX leader that leads with empathy is so important because we know yeah. how hard our, our agents are getting hit at certain Abs- times. Absolutely. And I always tell, you know, I tell my agents, um, you know, hey, you do not have to take any harassment. I'm going to tell you right now. Um, if you're ever uncomfortable, if you ever have an uncomfortable situation, let's, let's talk about it. Because I want to make sure, you know, you're taken care of. And we try to keep things light. I mean, all year round, we'll, you know, post little jokes and stuff like that. And, you know, um, but I think just making sure, you know, I had an agent once who her son was super sick in the hospital and, you know, I never wanted her to feel like she was going to lose her position. And I was like, why don't you just take care of you, take care of your family. You so come back important. and tell me what's going on. And so important. yeah, because it's like, you know, when something happens to you, you're going to want to be taken care of and listened to. And that's how it is for your team. And, um, and that really does, you know, come back to you in, in your your team loyalty and team morale. And in, in turn, they're going to show that kind of same empathy to the customers. That's it right there. That's yeah. it right there. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, Kayla, what, what are the next, you know, few months into 2023 looking like for the CX team at Jackson, Jackson as a whole, anything you want to share about, you know, yeah, short-term well, you future? Know, it's, I feel like every year we have different focuses and, you know, things are always changing for the CX team. I think just, um, you know, 2021, I'm sorry, 2022 was all yeah. about like, what year is it? Um, <laughs> what year is it? What gosh, year is it? <laughs> losing track of time. Um, you know, 2022 was all about really honing in on our processes, beating our goals month over month for like response times, resolution yes, times, yes, things yes. like that. And we just, we crushed it every single month. And now next year, I think we want to focus on, you know, maybe more of those pre-purchase questions, like the product stuff. How do we um, talk to customers who are kind of on the fence still, maybe focusing more on sales because absolutely we're, we're online only, you know, we don't have sales associates, Um, but all of our agents can be that for us, you know, and that's not something that we should minimize or forget about. So you know, focusing on that, maybe having some, some styling, you know, tips and things and just having more educational moments. I think also we're, you know, we're trying out how we can, you know, I guess just make the, the, the whole experience for our customers, maybe, I don't know, maybe more interactive, especially with how they're choosing stuff online. Um, So really just continuing to build and, and we hope to continue to build our team and have the need for a larger team of course you know just the nature of this business with the economy we always have to scale up and down so being ready to to scale with with you know um with products and solutions that can help us do that and uh but i think for jackson as a whole we we had our first um tv commercial this season nice nice so i've definitely seen it i've definitely seen it yeah it's it's so exciting like i've had family members like i was watching this movie and this popped up so um it's really exciting. And I think just moving into next year where we're just looking to expand. And, and the big thing for Jackson is, you know, we want to be 
not just a brand that sells men's jewelry. We're, we're a lifestyle, you know, we, we're all very motivated people. We all have, you know, an interest in, in, you know, um, just, you know, all different kinds of lifestyles. And we want to make sure that people feel connected in that way. Yes. So it's not just the customers loving the product, it's loving the brand too. And I think the people, you know, behind the brand, like me, like you, like that's who they want to connect with too. It's awesome. Well, you heard it here first. What <laughs> What's going on with Jackson in 2023? It sounds super, super exciting. And um, Kayla, I've had such a complete and utter blast talking with you today. And one last question for you. What's what's something you're excited for the next two weeks as we go into uh, the final weeks of 2023? Yes, I think, you know what, just feeling feeling successful in, yes. in work, you know, knowing that like, okay, we, we did a good job, no matter what happened, feeling like I prepared and I did a good job. Um, but I feel, I think, uh, having some time off with my family is nice too. being it's able necessary. to maybe sleep in and, yes. um, you know, I'm, I'm very big on, on Christmas movies and Love stuff it. like that. So definitely just, yeah, take a little time for myself and, okay. um, and yeah, just, you know, enjoy, enjoy, and then just gear up for the next year. It's crazy to think, you know, another year is done and here we are. And so yeah. it, it's kind of like that time to rest, recharge, just get really stoked for the next year. And get ready for Q1. I can't yep. believe we're, we can say Q1 soon. It's, I know, it's I know. It's a crazy thing. <laughs> um, well, Kayla, thank you so much for joining the Back to the Customer podcast. Super, super hyped to meet you and chat with you today. And I look forward to talking to you really, really thank soon. Thank you right? so much. It's been an absolute pleasure. It's been so enjoyable. And, uh, you know, I just love talking about this stuff. And I hope everyone who's listening really, you know, learns something or makes that connection to where they feel like, you know what, I'm doing this and I, I feel good about it. That makes me feel so good, Kayla. I love it.